Well, hello there, friends, and welcome to the Shellac Stack. My name is Brian Wright, and I mean that sincerely. And this is the little program on which I play 78 RPM records from my collection. It's music from the first half of the 20th century. I've got a rather weird record to start off today's program, and perhaps the less said about it, the better. Let's just dive right in. In love I was a firm believer Until one day I met a gay deceiver A double dater, a stay out later That changed my point of view Who's fooling who I can see Like carbon paper traces back to you. Who's fooling who? When I say I do, you go out places with strange new faces. What a thing to do! You fooled me once, you fooled me twice. Your two-time antics. Now I ask you, was that nice to cause those heartbeat panics? Now that we're through, I can say to you, if the shoe fits, wear it, grin and bear it. that 78 RPM record correctly identifies the title as Who's Foolin' Who, but the performer credit reads simply Mystery Star. The label tells us we hear Barney Bigard playing clarinet, Red Calendar on bass, Vic Dickinson trombone, Calvin Jackson piano, Ray Lynn trumpet, Alan Royce guitar, Zuddy Singleton drums, and Willie Smith alto sax, but there's nary a word about who is singing. I came across this record in an auction listing some time back, and I thought, I'm game. (laughs) I'll see if I can figure out who the mystery star is, though I had my suspicions just by looking at the listing. 
So I bid a couple bucks, got the record, and immediately, when I put it on, noticed that there was something a bit odd about the recording. Perhaps you did as well. It sounded to me like something slowed down. I played the record just now at 78 RPM, as it's intended to be, yet the recording sounds sluggish and slow. Well, I sped it up, and immediately it becomes apparent who the mystery star is. I'm going to play it at the proper pitch for you now, just a little bit, and see if you can figure out who this mystery singer is. In love I was a firm believer Until one day I met a gay deceiver A double dater, a stay out later To change my point of view That's much better. And maybe now you can recognize the voice of K-Star as our mystery star from the opening record. She recorded that in Los Angeles in about 1946. It was originally issued on the Crystalette label, and then the people at that label did something a bit strange and decided to just slow it down and issue it again as being by Mystery Star on Crystalette CR-642. I did some digging through period trade publications like Billboard. I was curious to see what people might have written about this little gag, and I couldn't find a thing. It must have been quite a flop, and I think I know why. (laughs) I would have been quite disappointed back in the day had I paid good money for this record, expecting a rare treat only to discover it was a slowed-down version of another K-Star record that I already had. But it makes for a fun opening on this edition of the Shellac Stack. And I pulled that out because... As some of you know by now, last week was a little unusual here at the Shellac Stack. I found myself in the Twilight Zone hosting a program that seemed eerily similar to the Shellac Stack, but not quite the Shellac Stack. And some of you noticed that the voice you heard here didn't sound quite like me. Some people were wondering if it was really me all along, just manipulating my voice to sound different, either digitally or just by... I don't know. Uh, I guess I'm a voice artist and I can change my voice to that degree. But no, that was my friend Glenn Robison, host of Rapidly Rotating Records. You can learn more about that at rapidlyrotatingrecords.com. And if you listen to his March 28th program, you might just hear a voice that's a little more familiar. So again, rapidlyrotatingrecords.com, and my thanks to Glenn Robison for the free pass to the Twilight Zone there. It It was a lot of fun. Well, welcome to the Shellac Stack, and I really am Brian Wright this time, and we're going to be hearing some good records on today's program. We'll turn first to Chauncey Gray, a rhythm pianist in 1942. Here's a record on the hit label, 8003. The song by Irving Berlin, so appropriate for today, is Easter Parade. Thank you. 
open that set with a little tune you probably recognize as Easter Parade, played by pianist Chauncey Gray on the hit label, number 8003. That song came from the 1933 Broadway musical review As Thousands Cheer, but it was actually a recycled song that goes back a bit further. Irving Berlin first composed that melody in 1917 as a World War I song called Smile and Show Your Dimple. <laughs> that song didn't go very far in 1917, but Irving Berlin must have liked the melody. He tweaked it just a bit and brought it out again in 1933 as Easter Parade, and it became a hit. We followed that with Frankie Carl at the piano, Columbia 36332. I had Frankie Carl on my mind this past week after the little stent over at Rapidly Rotating Records. We heard Swingin' Down the Lane, a song by Gus Kahn and Isham Jones that was made out in Hollywood on January 28, 1941. Well, for those of you just joining us, my name is Brian Wright. Yes, the real Brian Wright, and we are listening to 78 RPM Records this hour. And for the balance of the hour, we're going to stick mostly in the mid to late 1920s. We're going to turn next to a trio of dance band records, beginning with Waring's Pennsylvanians, something they did in New York on December 14th, 1928. The vocalist is Claire Hanlon, and it's a up-tempo thing called Gloriana. <laughs> Thank you. 
Look at that baby there Blue eyes and golden hair Lovely, gorgeous That's Gloriana Ain't she the image of Someone you care to love Oh, oh, so, so That's Gloriana Her lips are so inviting Her arms are so exciting Her looks are dynamiting Keep away from that explosion She stands out like a gem They made just one of them
your mother's blue gown We made believe we were husband and wife That first little kiss I'll remember for life You took my arm as we strolled up and down The happiest, funniest kids in the town When I wore my daddy's brown derby And you wore your mother's blue gown a record that's quite a bit better than I might have expected. The title is When I Wore My Daddy's Brown Derby, which, (laughs) I don't know, doesn't sound particularly promising to me, but I think it's actually a good record. That was vocalist Smith Ballou, also nominal leader of his own orchestra on this Crown record, number 3228, made in New York in November of 1931. Smith Ballou didn't really lead his own orchestra. This was just a house band at the Crown label which means we don't really know for sure who the musicians are, but I might hazard a guess that the pianist was Arthur Shutt. Kind of hard to tell, but whoever it was played some tasty little bits there, and I really like that clarinet obligato behind the vocal chorus. No idea who that was, but good record. When I wore my daddy's brown derby. Just goes to show you can't always judge a book by its cover or a record by its label. Before that, Paul Whiteman and his orchestra in 1928 with Avalon, a song credited to Al Jolson and Vincent Rose. That record wasn't put out until the 1930s on Victor 25238. And we started the set, also in 1928, with Waring's Pennsylvanians. Claire Hanlon, the vocalist on Gloriana, a song by Lou Pollock and Sid Clare. Well, let's slow it down just a little bit now in a good old classic tune by B.R. Hanby called Darling Nellie Gray. This is Victor 19887, It's a recording made in Camden, New Jersey on July 2nd, 1925. The group you'll hear singing, the Peerless Quartet. We'll follow that with accordionist Mario Perry in 1926 and his rendition of a well-known tune, you'll recognize it, called Over the Waves. And we'll finish off the set with another record also made in August of 1926, Gladys Rice and Franklin Bauer, duet vocalists on Two Little Bluebirds, a record just right for this early springtime. It's Victor 20163. But to start us off, here is the Peerless Quartet. Sing and sing. 
record made all the nicer by the sympathetic piano accompaniment of Frank Banta. That was Gladys Rice and Franklin Bauer singing Two Little Bluebirds, a song that came out of the musical comedy Sunny. It was written by Otto Harbach, Oscar Hammerstein, and Jerome Kern. <laughs> Not a bad trio there. That was from August 17, 1926. Before that, Mario Perry Oh, not quite two weeks later, August 30th, 1926, his version of a well-known classic, Over the Waves, and we started the set with the Peerless Quartet in July of 1925, Darling Nellie Gray. My name is Brian Wright. This is the Shellac Stack. If you're enjoying what you hear and you'd like to write to me, my email address is shellacstack at gmail.com. 
Again, that's shellacstack at gmail.com. I always welcome your emails if you have a request or a comment or a suggestion, or if you just want to drop me a line and say hi, let me know that somebody's listening to the program. <laughs> shellacstack at gmail.com. You can also visit the website, which is www.shellacstack.com. You can listen to past programs in the series there, or send me a note through the contact form on the website. Again, shellacstack.com. Okay, after last week's jaunt over to the Rapidly Rotating Records program, I was thinking about other famous Robisons besides our friend Glenn Robison. There's, of course, Willard Robison and Carson Robison, and we'll listen to some of those records now. First, a tune by Willard Robison called Jubilee from January 9th, 1928. It'll be played by Frankie Trombauer and his orchestra. After that, we'll hear from Carson Robison, Pretty fancy whistling on this record of Felix Arndt's Nola. He made this on December 8th, 1926 for Victor. And we'll go back to Willard Robison and a song he composed with Joe Trent called Wake Up Chillin' Wake Up. It's Dominion Record A193 recorded in London in October of 1929. The Brooklyn Broadcasters is the group that the label tells us we'll hear, but we know it's really Jay Wilbur's band. So, to my knowledge, unless he's been holding out on us, Glenn Robison is not related to either Willard Robison or Carson Robison, but maybe I'll find out otherwise. He'll let me know for sure. Starting off this set now, here's Frankie Trombauer and his orchestra. Thank you. 
Dancing and laughing with glee The leaves on the trees waving howdy to me It seems like the whole world's a big jubilee Wake up, children, wake up The love song of nature caressing your ear Will tell you that springtime is hovering near The spirit of gladness is bringing good cheer Wake up, children, wake up golden hour treated like a treasure rare love is in power now's the time to get your share the river is singing and i'm singing too the dream clouds are drifting away in the blue the voice of the morning is calling to you wake up chill and wake up
And there you have vocalist Tom Barrett with Jay Wilbur's band, a recording made in London in October of 1929. Wake up, chillin', wake up. Well, we'll turn next to an Edison record made November 10th, 1925. One of those big, thick Edison diamond discs. This is a group credited on the label as the Florida Four. We know that the saxophone player is Nathan Glantz, but I don't know who the accordionist, banjoist, or pianist are. The vocalist will be Arthur Hall, and this is a fun little tune so typical of the mid-twenties called Roll 'em Girls, Roll Your Own. Paint your sweetheart picture on your stocking. Laugh at ma, laugh at pa, give them all the ha-ha-ha. <laughs> roll em, girlies, roll em, roll your own. Thank you. 
That's Edison 51650 from November of 1925. Arthur Hall, the vocalist with the Florida Four, Roll em Girls, Roll Your Own. Well, in the time we have left, I've got a couple of records for our friends celebrating Easter this weekend. First, we'll hear from Homer Roadheaver. I don't often find occasions to play Homer Roadheaver records. It's Victor 20087 from November 4th, 1925. He'll sing Jesus, Rose of Sharon. And then we'll close out with the Collegiate Choir, a recording made for Brunswick in November of 1920. It's Christ Arose. First up, here's Homer Roadheaver.
Voices of the Collegiate Choir, recorded just over a hundred years ago. That brings to a close this edition of the Shellac Stack. As always, I thank you very much for the pleasure of your company this past hour. I hope you enjoyed the records as much as I did. I hope you'll spread the word to your family and friends and join me again next time for more 78s on the Shellac Stack. Until then, happy Easter, take care, and bye-bye.